Hey, good morning, One Chapel. We are so thrilled that you would join Amy and I here for One Chapel at Home. Yes, and we hope that you are in your jammies and slippers enjoying some warm cinnamon buns, as Ross likes to call them. They're cinnamon buns. <laughs> They're cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. buns sound better. Cinnamon buns. Anyway, here's what this is. We've been... Uh, practicing this for the last few years where we take a Sabbath Sunday uh, in our church and it's a Sabbath Sunday for teams and for families and uh, so we we all just take the weekend off and here's why, why this is so important and why the Sabbath idea is critical because it gives us a chance as a church to say very clearly that Jesus is our provider and that Jesus is the one who builds the church. And so uh, we're grateful you've joined us online uh, with, with this time together and worshiping together and sharing. Um, you know, it's, we just passed the Christmas season and we're actually kind of still in it. During this season, you know, everybody's dealing with diet and exercise and oh I'm gonna you know we we every year we go through the kind of the same routine and so we're, we're not talking about really new year's resolutions but we 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 know that this is a time where we can all look at the calendar and go okay I'm gonna start something good and so I I encourage it I mean I'm gonna diet at the beginning of the year and I I'm gonna start again on some exercise and I'm so all that's good but what if what if I told you that beyond that, there are a few things that if you were to do them, that you could ensure that 2019 was the best year of your life spiritually? I would do them. 
would you? <laughs> yes, I would. Because that's really the question for all of us as we go to 2019, is we want to have the best year of our life spiritually. You know, we're going to start something called Seek First in the first full week of January. And the idea comes from Matthew 6.33, and it's about seeking Jesus first. And then he adds all these things to us. And so when we get things in order, he increases our capacity to receive from him. And I, I think there are a few things we want to remind you of that are so significant that if you'll do them, they will make a profound difference. And so I want you to make room for, for what matters, room for what really matters. So number one, I want to encourage you today in 2019 to make room for the scriptures. Make room for scripture in your life, the word of God. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. I want you to think about those four things that that verse just said. Teach us what is true. In other words, the Bible has the capacity to expose the lies of the enemy in your own mind, in your own soul. It, it, the second thing it says is make us realize what is wrong in our lives. And this is a revealing idea. It reveals where we've really missed it. Mm -hmm. And then it corrects us when we're wrong. It alters our perspective. Oh, I'm realizing that this needs correction in my life. That's what the scriptures do. It, and then finally it says it teaches us to do what is right. Mm -hmm. Clarifying. It, the Bible has a clarifying effect on what we should do. That's right. And I think the, I think the secret is consistency. It is, it is. The Our faith is a daily faith. Yes. The key to reading the Bible, though, is consistency mm -hmm. and building that faith. Right. You're going to say something else. I just, it was, it's a daily faith. It's a daily faith that we live every day. When you get up in the morning, you know, you, we have enough mercies for that day mm -hmm. and that, that morning. And so it's just important to, to renew our minds daily, every day, mm -hmm. to get the scriptures in us every day mm -hmm. and in our hearts so that when life comes at us and we have decisions to make, that what comes out of us is the scriptures. Yeah, because everywhere that you experience pressure, mm -hmm. what's in you is going to come out. Right. And... Um, I want Jesus coming out of me and not me because I can be really mean sometimes, <laughs> can't I? No I can be really mean sometimes. She's never mean. I'm much loving. better when I'm reading my Bible and pray. Let's just say that. So I think we're all better when we do that. Yes. And we get the scriptures in us. And it's kind of fallen out of style to meditate on the scripture or to actually yeah. memorize portions of scripture. But I'm, I'm a big believer in it. Now, here's the thing I want you to do. The point of action I want you to take for 2019 is I want you to get a one-year Bible reading plan. You knew, I, you knew it was coming. A bunch of you knew it was coming because I, I believe that there's nothing so powerful in our lives like daily doses of the scripture and getting it into our lives. And we're all going to do, if you're willing, we want you to join us. I want the church to do this one-year Bible reading plan. It's called Bible in One Year 2019. Bible in One Year 2019. And it's by Nikki Gumbel. Nikki and Pippa Gumbel. And they're a married couple. And from uh, he's the vicar in Holy Trinity, Brompton. 
uh, in London. Nice well, who doesn't love who doesn't love a devotional read to you by a British man? And what's so amazing is when I when I get up very often, I'll just let him read me the devotional. So I'll turn on my phone. I'll go to the app. Uh, you can you can hit the 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 button that that allows him to speak it to you. And I'm listening to him read me this devotional that is so amazing because it it weaves the readings of that day into a theme. And I think that's what we need help with so often is when we're reading the Bible, we just need somebody to help sort of help us clarify what it's saying and, and, and what it's in reference to. And so I, th- I just think it's a helpful resource. It's a helpful tool. I, I've really enjoyed it during 2018. And I want to invite all of you to, to join us mm-hmm. in reading this Bible. And I think there's something powerful about a community that's on a reading plan together. So get your plan together and start on January 1st. January 1st, we're all going to do it. And here's, and here's the thing, last thing on this point. I believe that we, we need to get God's words into us. This is him speaking to us. And I want God to speak to you. I want God to speak to me. And the best way I get used to his voice is by getting a daily right. dose of his voice yep. into my life. And the scriptures are truth. Mm-hmm. So we need to know t- the truth so we can recognize a lie. Absolutely. Make room for the scriptures. Number two. Number two. In 2019, I'd like you to make room for Sunday. I love Sunday. <laughs> I want you to make room for Sunday. Here's what Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 says. It says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. I want to suggest to you that Sundays are significant. And um, we, don't, we don't tend to give it the value that it deserves. Um, and I think we are fond of saying that church is not a place, uh, n- nor is it just one day of the week. We are the church as God's people. Mm-hmm. And, and we practice his principles and what he wants where we worship all week long. But I think there's something powerful about the, the group of believers that come together. There is a momentum. There is a The corporate a worship experience. Yes, the corporate, the corporate experience. learning about Jesus and talking to your fellow believers mm-hmm. and family about what's going on in your day and what's going on in your life. Just and joining together on vision and on what Jesus is saying to us as a group of people in our city. And here's the problem. The average American Christian goes to church about two times a month. And... And the, the problem is two times a month is not enough. You know, try, try dieting two days a month. See what happens. Yeah, I've tried that. It doesn't really <laughs> Yeah, work. exactly. Me too. It's not really workable. <laughs> try working out two days a month and see if you get any stronger. It, it doesn't work. And so um, I, just think, I just think so often when I end up counseling people who are running into a crisis... Or running into trouble, and they, they I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the person that they call. Finally, they're in deep trouble, and they call me. And as I talk to them, and I ask them, so what happened? Have you, have you been, you know, engaged at church? Have you been involved? And the answer is always, well, no, not really. It just busy. got really busy, and things just happened, you know. And it's, listen, life is busy. What we're talking about here is making room in the busy schedule of our culture. 
The problem we're all facing is we live in this culture that kind of has us moving and going so fast, so much. And, and, and most of the time, it's, it's not a crisis that really gets us off course. It's not really one of those bad things. It's a slow and steady decline. It's a, it's a, a detrimental s- slipping away that happens because life is too chaotic and too hectic. And the pace becomes too much. And we haven't made room in our lives for what God wants for us. And so I think Sundays are so important God's people have always practiced Sabbath. They've practiced Sabbath or in the New Testament, they started practicing a new routine, which is the first day of the week gathering together because it's resurrection day. It's the day that Jesus was raised to life and New Testament Christians practice that. And so I, and it's, and of course, it's not just Sunday. Of course, it's small groups. Of course, it's teams. Of course, it's being involved in the life of the church. That's so significant. And we want all of you, you hear us talking about it all the time because, but here's what I'll tell you. The people who are most consistent on Sunday are the people who end up plunging in to the groups, the small group where they're known and needed, the team where they're using their gifts to serve. I just think it's so vital that we put these as priorities in our lives because it's what God is doing with us as a community. And we're, we're uh, as iron sharpens iron, we're, we're sharpening one another. We're encouraging one another. When we fall, we can help each other up is what Ecclesiastes says. And I just think we have to make this a priority, make room for Sundays in 2019. If you'll give God, look, if you'll give God one year, if you'll give one year of getting really involved at one chapel if you'll join a small group if you'll come on Sundays if you will serve somewhere and use your gift I promise you something significant will happen in your spiritual life this year in 2019 so listen church is not a social club it's not a self-help concept right it's it's not just something that that we get together and and talk about how to help ourselves although I think it is helpful What you have to believe is that the community of Christ is a supernatural community. It's a place where Christ dwells. And and I believe when you experience his presence on a Sunday, the trajectory, not only is the trajectory of your week changed, but the trajectory of your heart is changed. And that leads us to number three, which is make room for the Holy Spirit. Make room for the Holy Spirit. John chapter four, uh, 14, excuse me, verse 25 and 26 says, These things have, I have spoken to you while I am still with you. These are the words of Jesus. He says to his disciples, These are the things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the Helper, verse 26, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Jesus calls the Holy Spirit the Helper. You know, we, uh, one chapel's motto, we help people move from where they are to where God wants them to be. Yes, but God gives us so many other ways that we are helped. And the primary way that we are helped to move along towards him is the work of his spirit mm-hmm. in our lives. Now, I've been in Texas long enough to know that lots of people, um, lots of Christians kind of see the Trinity as the Father, Son, and the Holy Bible. 
<laughs> right? But they, they don't, they don't, not sure what to do with the Holy Spirit. Um, he's kind of the weird uncle we don't want to talk about sometimes. But I believe that when we acknowledge that God's presence is with us by his spirit, there is help for us. There is something more than just your own ingenuity or your own ideas or, or, or even our own work to help each, push each other forward. There's something internal that is an ener, energizer in your life with faith and is helping you see the way forward. This verse says that, it, that the Holy Spirit helps you by reminding you of what Jesus has yes. said. Hey, I don't know if you've ever forgotten what Jesus has said. I have. I forget yes. what he says all the yes. time. And then I find myself going off in a direction and then the Holy Spirit reminds me yes. of what he said, of, of who he is and how faithful he is and reminds me of what he said about me, that I'm his friend. So important. And, and I think it's so important for us to acknowledge yes. the Holy Spirit in our lives to it help is, us through this it is. year. Because we always forget who we are. This world, we just get bombarded with um, things that make us think that we're less than or inadequate or not good enough. And it, 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 we forget who we are. So it's so important to, to get the Word of God in you that tells you who you are and also to have the Holy Spirit reminding you of those words of who you are, that you're fearfully and wonderfully made that you're his son or you're his daughter, that he's never going to leave you, that you're victorious in him. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's so important. The, the Bible, the scriptures, the, the writings of the Apostle Paul call this walking in the Spirit mm-hmm. or living by the Spirit. And I think so often we are sucked into the idea as Americans, as Westerners, to live in between our ears, to live in our minds to just live with our own knowledge, our own expertise, our own skills, and that's all we've got. The Bible offers something else. He wants, God himself wants us to live with his spirit in us, speaking to us, encouraging us along the way. Don't be afraid of him. He's the helper. Don't, don't, don't be so busy that you lose sight of practicing his presence every day. Come to church on Sundays and, and, and sense his presence that wants to guide you and walk with you. And this, this January, we're going to go into the new year and we're going to do a whole series on the Holy Spirit. That's how we're starting our year. And we're going to talk about this third person of the Trinity and his role in our lives. And so I really want you to, to show up. I want us to come together to launch this, this new year. In addition to that, of course, we're launching on January 6th Seek first. And seek first is a practice of one chapel to take the beginning of our new season, take the beginning of 2019 and say, God, this year belongs to you. And we're going to give you the best of it at the beginning of it. We're going to give you our hearts. We're going to pray. And so there's a schedule uh, that we're going to have for seek first week. And, and that schedule is every morning at all three locations, Austin, Lake Travis, and Kyle, we're going to have 6.30 a.m. prayer. And we want you to gather together in those prayer times. Check out the locations at onechapel.com. And, uh, and, and then, so that's 6.30 a.m. in the morning. We're doing something new then. We're going we're gonna to do evening personal prayer ministry times. In other words, the prayer team's going to come. Prayer team at each location, so Austin. Lake Travis and Kyle, and we're going to have times of prayer from 7 to 8 if you need prayer, if you need Jesus to work in your life, if you need financial breakthrough, if you need something to happen in your marriage, if you, whatever is going on in your life, if you need to be healed, 
these, these folks are going to be here. The prayer team is going to be here to, to lay hands on you and pray for you. I want you to take advantage of that. That'll be at 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. And then we're having one all-church gathering all-church gathering on Friday night. And it's a worship night, worship and prayer. It starts at 7 p.m. on Friday night. That's uh, the 11th of January. And, and we're going to launch that, that, that kind of um, the, the rest of our year kind of at that event. And we want everybody together. It'll be in Austin. Yes. And we'll all join together. We'll worship. We'll pray. And then, and then we're doing one more thing that's really fun. And I just, I felt like God spoke to me about this idea. And it is the idea of an all night prayer meeting. And that Friday night, we'll have a worship night together. And then if you want to, we would love for you, stay all night. We'll go from 7 p.m. then to 7 a.m. And we will have an all night prayer meeting. We have it planned out. It's not as difficult as you might think it is, but there's something so critical about time and taking time to pray taking time to soak in God's presence, taking time to allow him to work into you and to see a breakthrough right. in our lives. And if you can't stay all night, you can just stay come for, part, for of it. part of the night. Some people have children. I, I have children. He'll be here all night, but I will go back home. Our, but our kids will stay late. Children. They'll stay late for a while and, and then we'll take them home. Yeah. And, and, so, and so you can show up anytime throughout the night and we'll be here. It's going to be in Austin just right after that worship night. It's going to be so great. So that's seek first. Now, so, here, so these are the things that we want you to make room for in 2019. I hope you'll listen to the Holy Spirit. And you'll allow him to direct your steps. I want to pray for you as we, as we end our time here. And uh, I want to encourage you to just where you are right there, just to, to pray with me and to let God have room. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for the scriptures that show us who you are, speak to us. There's life in them. Lord, thank you for one chapel in the community of believers, of Jesus followers that you're working in and that we work together and we encourage one another. Thank you, Lord. We thank you so much for your Holy Spirit who is the helper. And I pray that all of us together, Lord, we would, we would stretch out our faith and we would work hard to make room in our schedule for these things coming in 2019. That we would put you in a priority position in our lives, in our hearts, in our thoughts, in our families, in our marriages. Lord, would you call us to a deeper and greater revelation of making room for you. We thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Now listen, if you want to give in an offering to One Chapel, uh, you can go to onechapel.com, click on giving, and uh, we'd love for you to participate in the vision that God's given us. And um, I think those of you who have opened the email, I think there's a link there you can use. And in fact, we just, uh, incredible uh, legacy offering, just so many have given to the purpose of our future and, and 10 campuses in, in the next 10 years. And so if you still want to give in that legacy offering, you can. You can go to onechapel.com, click on giving, and then there's legacy in that drop-down menu. We'd love for you to give to that if you'd like to. And um, so uh, let's finish with a prayer of blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. 
The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Worthy of every song we could ever sing. Worthy of all the praise we could ever i mm-hmm. 